Well, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Baby got stacks. You know, is there a certain amount of episodes that we're going to have to, like, continue to say that? Or are they just going to know? I mean, I might not know. So we should probably <laughs> keep saying it. That's valid. No, that's, <laughs> that's valid. All right. So this week, mm-hmm. we have a very special book. We do. Okay. <laughs> you know, someday when we get this a rolling. Uh, we'll probably do visual at some point where mm. we have it like on us. Yeah, that'll be a time. The bloopers will just be us trying to get the stuff to work. It's just us plugging in and unplugging. Yeah. And just, I even yeah. labeled things, so she I did. guess I missed this one. So no, but I. It was a surprise. You did a great job. Thank you. I put it in one box. Yeah. So this week. We're going to be uh, doing The Butcher and the Wren. Well, you know, I just want to say that last weekend we did my birthday episode. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I talked about that I was going to do a pinata. Yes. And Mel, I love her. She did a surprise party for me. I almost started crying. Oh. I was just waiting. I was like, okay, she should be here. And then you were. And I'm like, what the why is she driving so slow? But you went to Dutch. I went to. I had to get my <laughs> birthday fair. Dutch. Uh, so yeah, she surprised me, and, and she did have a pinata. I did have a pinata, and I bent her boyfriend's cane pretty good with that pinata. Penelope held up so yeah, much so I smacked I it, and I scalped it, and so then they had to hang her by her neck. <laughs> And then I smacked her some more. But I got the candy out. You did. I had a fantastic... That definitely was the best birthday I've ever had. No, that was hands down. (laughs) I mean, she even got my boyfriend in on it. I had Mm -hmm. absolutely no idea. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was... That was amazing. He showed me the text. It was really funny. He was, he was all excited about it. But yeah, no, I can't thank you enough. That was hands down the best birthday I've ever had. That was... (laughs) I don't know how you're going to top it next year, but we'll see. I'm going to wear that purple sequin suit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if anyone knows where I can find that. <laughs> Goodwill. I should probably start hunting now. You need to. I'm mm. sure Amazon. Amazon's got a um, lot of things. But I need it to be quality or else it's just going to be itchy That's on true. the inside. Or I'll just find sequences on the ground and then mm. I can just find mm-hmm. you. It'll be there like a little go. trail. I'll start you here, and I'll just leave a trail so you can yeah. come find wherever the party is. It's like a scavenger hunt. Oh, great for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the oh, book. <laughs> the Butcher and the Wren by Elena Urquhart. Yeah, I'm I don't know sure how to pronounce, how you it. pronounce the last name. But she's the co-host of Morbid, yes. which is a true crime podcast. And she's actually, she's an autopsy tech. I was like, she's not the doctor, but she's the autopsy oh. tech. As well, she's an actual autopsy tech. Yeah, I don't listen to Morbid. Um, I have a, I've started Morbid from the beginning uh, a couple years back, so I'm working my way through still. I enjoy it. Yeah, this really was funny. recommended to us, or at least to me, by Justin. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember if he very listens big to in the book community but, because this is her debut novel. Yeah, and I mean, you and I both love our true crime podcast we do we really really do i mean honestly we wanted to do true crime and then we were like you know it's been so picked over it's a very saturated niche i'm just pulling up 
because I'm going to be honest, I don't remember what I rated it. Probably a... I took my notes. I rated it a four. See, I so I rated it a five. <laughs> I rate a lot of books a five. My standards are very low when it comes to books. But I... I rated it a five, but this book pissed me off to no end at the end, to the point where I wanted to throw it against a wall. I, I have still rated it a five. Some, I don't want to say criticisms, but, but some, like, fun. notes. I mean, it's her debut novel. Yeah. So for a debut novel, pretty mm-hmm. damn good. No, it was very good. So. I appreciated it. Yes. I should um, I I should read it. Read the yes, I'll, the, I can read it. Something dark is lurking in the Louisiana. Louisiana. Can't oh, speak. I wow. think I just stroked. Oh. Live on camera. We have <laughs> having a stroke. I'll be able to give that clip to I the I blame doctor. my COVID shot. I got a COVID shot yesterday. Like, I went to the doctors and they're like, do you want to get your flu and COVID shot today? And I was like, okay. Oh. So I got stabbed at the oh, right I don't arm have and the, the left arm. Oh, I don't have the booster. My mom got shots yesterday too. She got the oh. flu and shingles. Oh, important. Sorry to out Real your mom. important. I don't think she listens to us I, anymore. I, I don't. I'd rather her not at this point. It's too, too much is too. said. I know. I know. It's too much. Um, a methodical serial killer. There's a lot of big words. I was trying to say Louisiana and did not. So but, you can do your best. What what word? Penchant? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I promise I have a college degree. Uh, it's been a hot minute, though. Penchant for medical experimentation is hard at work completing his most harrowing crime yet. Taunting the authorities. I almost said author. author. It I is mean, a it's struggle. author dash itties. Yeah. Itties. Itties. Who desperately try to catch up. But forensic pathologist Dr. Ren Mueller is the best there is. Armed with an encyclopedic knowledge of historical crimes and years of experience working in the medical examiner's office, she's never encountered a case she couldn't solve. Until now. Case after case is piling up on Wren's examination table, and soon she is sucked into an all-consuming cat-and-mouse chase with a brutal murderer, getting more brazen by the day. And, uh, I think, I mean, then it just talks about, like, the very end Oh, yeah, the book. yeah, yeah. yeah so for this one, I kind of wanted to go more over notes and the whatnots rather than the plot. We'll go through the plot, but I have like bullet points of like, oh, my thoughts. Yes, we're starting to do things differently because I'm just tabbing where things are changing or there's things that happen in the book that yeah. kind of like not plot twist, but main that, points. that make. Mm. Yeah, that keep the book yeah, flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't write unless there's like questions in the back of the book. I don't write, which the next two don't, or at least this one didn't. Mm. And the next week's yeah, doesn't. we're finding our way. Plus, each genre of book kind of warrants something new because like valid. a rom com doesn't need like anything no, that's dramatic. So like, I'm I don't know why I chose to balance the book because it w- was not balancing. Um, <laughs> so you get a five, I gave a four. I have a little bit about Morbid. They have over 450 episodes. Wow. And, yeah. And it's more than once a week. They, like, do multiples. I was trying to see, like, okay. what days it was coming out on. And they have, like, different versions and, like, different episodes. And I'm pretty sure they started a new podcast going through, oh, what movie was it? I forgot. Or show. Buffy the Sl- uh, Vampire Slayer. They're doing that, rewatching oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's Elena and Ash. Wow. 
over 450. It's I wild. forgot to see what year they started, but yeah, they're true crime and creepy history. Mm-hmm. And Elena is a autopsy tech, so her knowledge of a medical examiner is real. She actually goes through in the book and says the real sciences and like, okay, this body's been out here for so long because of this, this, and this, and like, yeah, which was really cool to read. I'll, yeah, it had it a was, lot of little snippets like yeah. that. That was fun. And I like the point of view of the medical examiner rather than a detective because there's a lot out there of the detectives. But from the medical examiner point of view, it was really cool. This book honestly kind of reminded me of Bones. Yeah. Almost, which I loved that show. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen it twice all the way through, Mm. but it's it's been a hot (laughs) minute. But I definitely, if you are a fan of Bones and haven't read this, I would highly recommend. And I looked it up because I went on her Instagram and stuff and I wish it was in the book somewhere, but Elena made a Spotify playlist to listen to while you're reading this book. I don't know if I could do that. I know. There were like actual songs, like lyrics, but like, I guess to like set a mood or whatever. So I was going to say, I don't think I could like pay attention to both. Exactly. Yeah. But I thought that was fun. Like, I yeah. wish it was, like, at the beginning and, like, listed yeah. the songs or something. I'm, like, checking now to make sure it doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't know I if don't I actually checked. But, yeah, I thought that was fun. I, I really liked, I don't know if you read, but she said um, in the very beginning, mm. she dedicated it to a couple of people. Mm-hmm. But it says, for mom and dad, who are not required to read this book, you certainly didn't inspire the events. Can you imagine? But you inspired the act of writing. You got a weird kid and you somehow knew what to do forever and all of that, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, that funny. was sweet. I liked that. I yeah. really liked that. But I also love how you can tell she knows her killers because there's just reference to past serial killers. Mm-hmm. And I liked how the serial killer in this book was like critiquing the other serial killers of the past and mm-hmm. like oh they always get cocky they get brash and that's exactly and that's what he exactly, ends up doing yeah. he's like it's always their downfall those idiots <laughs> yeah and then he's and an, then idiot, he does it, an yeah. idiot so as far as the book goes it's i i'm fine with the ending it's definitely a cliffhanger leads it to like a sequel but to me especially with it being a sequel reminded me a lot of friday the 13th with michael because like is he dead is he not is he gonna come back and i hope it doesn't get extended so far out that yeah this book literally made me want to chuck it against the wall i know i i was so upset with that last little twist i was like but there's like three pages left (laughs) yeah i was was like wait i was visibly upset (laughs) it's a good thing that i finished this book i'm sure i finished it alone and uh because I'm pretty sure I was like, what? Out loud, like, <laughs> screaming. I was so upset. But like I said, I still give it five stars. I thought yeah. it was really good, especially it being her first book. Yeah. And, and like, it, yeah. it gave her leeway mm-hmm. to do a second one. Yeah. I, gotta give her that. I wouldn't mind reading from her point of view again. Yeah. I kind of want more backstory. Because, like, you kind of hit the basics about each of the characters. But mm-hmm. I want to know more, especially about Ren. Yeah. Especially, I mean, she's the main character. And if we're going to listen for her again, maybe in the next book, you just learn more and more throughout. Yeah, it was, I liked it. I mean, you don't even really, even the main character's name as Ren, you don't really hear that a lot. So, so fun fact, you guys will see this before this episode comes out. Mm. But um, I live 
kind of near a town called Wren. And so we we took a little road trip and took some photos, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Before the weather got crappy. Oh, yeah. I was worried that we were going to have to hold up a bucket. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon's a lot. It's wild. Today it's sunny, though, because. Yeah. But like two weeks ago, it was snowing. Oh, God. And it stuck. (laughs) There's no explanation. Yeah. It's Oregon. Um, But yeah, I would definitely read from her again. Mm -hmm. And I just expect it to get better and better. Should we uh, go through it? Yeah. So we start off with the first chapter being about Jeremy. Now Jeremy is the killer. Oh, yeah. It's dual POV and you bounce back and forth from Dr. Ren to Jeremy. I almost want to say they do it every other chapter. It's just about, I think so. I think they do a really good job of keeping it like that. Yeah. So we kind of get into Jeremy's head of, of what's going on and... I don't want to say, like, why he does what he does, but you can tell that he has a certain, I don't want to say criteria, but he's got a certain way of doing things every single night. I he would likes say his routines. OCD. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't stray away from his usual, and he does yeah, things and in it, a certain order. It kind of goes back, like, it talks about Jeremy's father and things like that and how he'd go to the library, and that's what he got, his love for, like, lumbotomy, which he's a weird kid. So you kind of get like yeah you learn about his dad and his mom and when he talks about his mom I put a note that says so he has mommy issues <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> and so then we learned about Dr. Ren Mueller and I don't think we learned too much about her right off the bat uh, no just that she works weird hours because she's a male examiner so she has to go in whenever a body's found and. She'll come home and her husband understands and mm-hmm. that she'll just get up at random times and be gone for a long time. And yeah. she comes home, tries to relax, and then goes to bed. And that's just her life. Yeah, so we start by seeing that, well, not seeing, but reading about how she is examining the body. And I want to say the first one is Jane Doe in the bayou. I I almost want to say. It's like but- by a bar. Was that the first one? Yeah. Okay. Because basically, they Elena, she does a really good job of really honing in on each mm-hmm. victim. Yeah. She does a great job And on it's that. really good because you're reading the different point of views and you're assuming mm-hmm. that they're at the same time. Like, yes. okay, cut to Jeremy when Ren is doing that. And then you go along and then you realize one was in the past and one's in the present. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually they merge, and then he starts screaming. Yes, I did a love screaming. <laughs> so they find, they start finding little trinkets within the bodies. Mm-hmm. Just this weird is, thing. Yeah. yeah. So one of them is a small paperback titled "The Ghouls," mm-hmm. and it's part of a horror tale anthology. Yeah, and and then one had like a piece of paper from a book right a book page crumpled up down the throat well i almost want to say that was that is the book yeah like they had the actual book right and And then then they had the paper paper from from that book yeah Yeah, with a different victim and so then they start piecing together okay these are like from the same guy yeah and i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly that each book, not each book, but each clue shows what the drop site will be for a future. 
It gives a victim. Hint. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So at one point, one of the victims has a paper of a, I think it's a music festival. Yeah. And then that's where they find a different mm-hmm. body. Yeah. And it, it, it turns out to be like a little cat and mouse chase that mm-hmm. the serial killer thinks he's like totally above the police and really confusing them and just leading them around everything. And they're trying to catch up. But they, she does a really good job, too, of showing Jeremy's life. And showing him that he can be a normal mm-hmm. person. Like, he has yeah. a job. He has a normal job. He yeah, he goes to school. Goes to school. He's going to be yeah. a doctor. Goes to classes. Mm-hmm. And I forget what year they said he was. But Yeah, I don't remember what it, year. But I, he's being normal. He befriends, kind of befriends, a girl in his class. Tells her his name is Cal. Yeah. And in his head, since we were in his head, you just see, like, oh, she's going to be the perfect victim. Mm-hmm. He picks... What he thinks is, like, the worst of humankind and be like, oh, I'm helping the population Mm -hmm. by getting rid of this person. And then puts them in their basement. He kind of, like, plays games with them and, like, tortures them. Oh, he definitely plays games with them. And he... And then kills. It also shows, so, the very first victim, she finds out, Dr. Wren finds out that Jeremy refrigerated his first victim Mm -hmm. to get them to not figure out time of death. Yeah messes with up mm-hmm. messes up a lot of things and so you kind of figure out like oh he i don't want to say he knows what he's doing per se but but he definitely understands oh if i refrigerate a body that's going to mess this up so it's going to make it harder yeah for he's going to he's going he's to, smart, to be a doctor he's so smart he gets in that process sense. yeah and he lives on his dad's property which mm-hmm. is out in the country it's a lot of land and bayou swamp area so he it's really private yeah so he keeps all of his victims down in the basement he's got two chairs that are like cemented to the ground mm-hmm. and so he has this is where we learn about katie and matt and he picked them up oh i, I think he has a bar or something okay because i yeah, sure. I don't ex- exactly on the top of my head remember. But he lured them because he said he had like cocaine or something. He definitely like... lured them. Yeah, he made sure that like they came on their own free will. Yeah. Although for is it was Emily, I want to get the name right. Mm. The girl from the school. Yeah. He coaxed her to his car and then got her home. Like he didn't take her home per yeah. se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it you definitely get in Ren's headspace because she's frustrated. She doesn't. The killer gives enough clues that they can, are starting to kind of piece it together, but yeah. not enough to figure out exactly but who it, it is. But then it, like, ends up with a dead end or something, and they yeah. can't go any further. So he plays games with his victims and the police and just really thinks he's all that and kind of gets mad at other serial killers for, like, oh, they just wanted attention. They just want the media coverage. And when it's known that Matt and Katie are missing and people hold, like, a candlelight vigil, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, all those people don't actually care what... what like, they just want to be on TV. But his coworker was yeah. like, oh, I bet that guy, like, they're not going to catch that guy or something. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then he was, like, getting a big head about it, too. It's like, yeah. you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And also towards the beginning of the book, they kind of show why he does what he does. So at one point, they talk about that his dad had brought a deer home. Mm. And the dad had, like, music playing. And 
I think the dad had hit the deer. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the deer with the truck. And he was like, we're going to kill it. Yeah. Because he didn't have a gun on him, but he didn't fully kill the deer when he hit it with his car. So he brought it home to kill it, to take it out of its misery. Yeah. So he shot it in the head and. Yeah. He said, well, we have to kill it. We would be monsters to let us suffer for too long. Yeah. And so that's, you can kind of tell like just the way his dad was acting with him. Mm. Kind of like the macho man almost. Yeah. And it says, uh, it's life, son. You don't let something suffer needlessly. And besides, there's a pecking order. Some are on the top and some are here to provide something to those on the top. Mm-hmm. This dough sacrifice provides good meat. Which is like almost a good lesson to learn. Yeah. But Jeremy obviously already had something weird going to go on. Like I feel like he would have become this way no matter what. It was just this moment of him mm-hmm. feeling like top of the food chain. Yeah. And he like, yeah, just exactly. Terrifying. Oh, it's 100% terrifying. So then we get to, um, it comes to, comes to find out that the book that was with one of the victims had come back clean. There wasn't even a partial fingerprint or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it was a library book. And the only name in the library book was a Philip or Philippe Trudeau. True. Trudeau. And Dr. Mueller cannot get it out of her head that she knows that name somewhere. Yeah, it sounds way too familiar. Yeah, because, I mean, how many people have that name? Yeah, that's a very specific name. So then it's like, okay, now I'm I'm trying to think, like, all right, where is this going to go? I, yeah. I know that name's going to be significant uh, yeah. to the end. Yeah. We're like, this can go but... a couple different twists. <laughs> exactly. So then it's... I mean, like I said, this book is a lot of setting this the stage scene, mm-hmm. having a ton of details yeah. with everything. And yeah, it's a lot of building up to like the last third is when like everything goes down. Yeah. So <laughs> then we find out at one point what Jeremy does to his victims. So because he has a lot of land mm. and there's not a lot of people around, he basically fenced off i i don't want to say all of his property but a good good chunk of it which has like bayou and swamp and yeah grossness and then he set up not microphones but speakers Speakers. there we go (laughs) he set up speakers so he could play music and he literally sets the people out and in the dark has on night vision goggles and hunts them basically just fool just the for most fun. dangerous game yeah completely mm-hmm. pretty sure they referenced that book in here too probably and he just has this weird thing about music and so like he made the perfect playlist for it and he toys with them he has cameras set out so he can see where the people are and he can yeah. go find them but he said i forgot what he said like if you can avoid me till dawn or something then you you've lit but he has electric fences and he disorients and drugs them before he places them out ran scattered across the land and then gives them a flashlight with almost dead batteries yeah yeah so when we get to that scene of figuring out what he does with his victims we've got matt Mm -hmm. katie Mm -hmm. so matt and katie were together and then we have emily maloney which emily is the girl that he got from school he had a class with her and they would study they seemed like friends and at mm-hmm. that point she knew him as cal that's where cal. that name came from yeah which his name's actually jeremy like he thought that he could get away with changing his name like an idiot <laughs> so then trying to get to my next uh, my next little sticky note <laughs> and so let me get there 
you know, I should have like a little list of, I know. of bullet points. I, You'd this think book I'd is a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. It is. And so I just flew through it. Yeah, how long did it, I don't remember how long it took me to read it. But um, how many pages is this actually? Two forty-two. Um, yeah, it doesn't even make three yeah, hundred. Yeah, that's not that bad at all. Yeah. Basically, we find out that Emily gets away, and uh, she yeah. does it tactfully. So she he uses... thought he killed her. Yeah. So basically, what happened was he shot Matt in the head, killed mm-hmm. him, and he knew that Katie and Emily wouldn't get along because of their personalities. Yeah. And so then he kills Katie. And so Emily's mm-hmm. freaking out. Yeah. And instead of killing Emily, he there's there he wanted like a to little... inject in a certain portion of the spine that he wanted to stab her. Because if you oh that's right that's disconnect right. yeah C five stay alive that's yeah. it C five stay alive so he wanted to stab her so he she would be oh, paralyzed so... but couldn't yeah. get away. And he come to find up. out, yeah, he fucked up. He stabbed her in the wrong spot because he was still a student. It, it wasn't like yeah, he yeah. was a professional. And so she uses Katie's body against yeah, the, electric the electric fence to get out, which climbs over. I would so not in the morning, he's like, all right, kind of drag her into the house. And she's gone. 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 Yeah. And then I'll, so then as I'm reading that, I was like, oh my God, where did she go? Yeah. Because it's not like she could get that far. He, I mean, he did stab her. Yeah, but she is also trained to be a doctor, so I think she just did basic wound care, and he mm-hmm. thought he could find her. He's like, "How far can she get?" Like, yeah, but nope, she got out, and uh, I forget how. Oh, it was the bracelet. Yeah. So one of the victims, which is the one that they find at the music festival, at the music festival, it was under a stage that a band was playing on. Nope, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So what? The, what do we forget? So when they get to the body that's under the stage, yes, they find the Apple Watch that has the time. Yeah, okay. and then they figure out that that's a plot for the cemetery, and mm-hmm. that he has a body in the cemetery that's yeah, buried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they are panicking. They get there, mm-hmm. and then they realize, oh, that person's still alive. Yeah, they start digging. Yes. So that is when they find yeah. the bracelet with the E on it. Mm-hmm. And that's when Dr. Mueller figures out. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. she. That that was her bracelet. Yeah. Because when she got it into her exam room mm-hmm. and she was checking it out, she's like, oh, I know this bracelet. Yeah. And I tabbed it. Da, da, da. Do I remember what page? Absolutely not. See, she knows me well. <laughs> I know it's at the end of a. It's getting close. Everything happens in the like third. Do I know? It, it, it really does. Oh, like I said, so she does a great job setting the scene. Yeah. But it's it's just a lot. Oh, I'm holding my book upside down. There and uh, so we... Ah. says ah. this bracelet belongs to Emily Maloney, which, like we said, that's the one that he stabbed in the back and she got out. She was with Katie and Matt, remember? Okay. <laughs> this bracelet belongs to Emily Maloney. This bracelet belongs to Ren Mueller. Dun, dun, dun. So... Plot twist, Ren Mueller and Emily Maloney are the same exact person. Same person. Same person. Which, that was a great plot twist. That was good. I loved that mm-hmm. one. That one was really good. Yeah, and we learned that she's the one who escaped and she changed her name because once she was scared he'd find her again. 
and she just wanted to leave that whole thing behind her. Yeah, and she chose Wren. It says, Wrens are truly magnificent little creatures. They signify rebirth and protection, immortality and strength. Because of the Wren's small stature, most larger birds and predators underestimate its intelligence. So that's that's what happened. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she had wanted to be a doctor and then she, she was drugged, kidnapped, hunted, stabbed, and left for dead by the killer. And so now we realize, oh, he's he's back to killing and he knows that she, like she, she's, she's who she, yeah so he wants her he's out for blood yeah and then then she realizes that philip trudeau which was the book that they had found on one of the victims mm-hmm. was cal aka jeremy's best friend that lived in i mm-hmm. want to say new york something like that yeah and so that's how she knew as well yeah and so towards the end jeremy gets a little crazy and finds out where she lives, sneaks into her house, steals her. Well, grand- he's been scouting it forever, and then he found out that there's, you know, every, she keeps she locks everything before going to bed except one basement window that doesn't have a lock on it, but it was been painted over, and so she, they just overlooked it. Yeah, and so he like carved it open really quietly at night, mm-hmm. got into her house, went upstairs to the room. And stole. He stole a diamond ring. Oh, but we ring, forgot. We forgot about one of his victims, which I forgot about as well. Which one? Tara. Tara. He got from the bar, and he took her to the forest, kind of near where he lives, and he was gonna play the cat and mouse game with her as well. But he didn't really scout the place too much, and so oh, there are two no, hunters. I that was after. Oh yeah, he. It was. He was mad that the one they had to dig out of the grave. He heard that she was they rushed lot. her to the yeah. hospital, and he got really mad that he fucked up again. Yeah. And so he just, out of emotions, went and got Tara and said yeah, that, from a bar. that they can go do lines at his house, and they go, and he pulls into, like, this, not park, but, like, no, it was river like a dead street spot kind, kind of, of a thing. Yeah. And he just assumed to be empty, and so he started playing games. Yeah, he told her to run, God. and she's like, what are you what? talking yeah. about? God. And he was like, you heard oh. me correctly. You should go run. And so he had his... Um, like a hunter's knife? Yeah, he had a knife with him. And then he had his night and vision goggles with mm-hmm. him as well. And so, like, of course, she's drunk. And she's probably wearing heels because she was trying to pick yeah. up guys at the bar. And so she couldn't run very well anyways. And he realizes... That there's two hunters on this road. Yeah, they start calling out like, "Hey, what's up? Like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah." And uh, he panics and slices her throat. God, and then runs away. And then runs away <laughs> like a child. <laughs> and uh, so then he she has. So then he's realizing like he's he, he's messing. He's getting sloppy. He's getting sloppy, and he's got to think of something quick. And that's when. Because he knows that she's going to come after him. He knows yeah. the cops are going to eventually find out. Yeah. And so that's when he takes her mm-hmm. her jewelry and He gets all, like, sentimental about his house. And he's like, yeah. and the last time I'm in here. And then he, like, throws a glass and, like, cuts his hand. Yeah. And then he starts, like, putting his blood all over the walls. And he's like, they're going to check whose blood this is. And even though it's only mine, I would have wasted a bit of their time. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly... It's it's been a hot minute since I've read this book. I really should have 
taken better notes when I was reading it, but he uh, at some point figures out that she's... I don't remember exactly how they find out where he lives because Dr. Ren, a.k.a. Emily, no one knows where he lives. So I don't honestly remember exactly how they came to that. But he knows, Jeremy knows eventually that they're going to come. So he sets the ring that will let Dr. Ren know that he was in the house without her knowledge Mm. on the fireplace mantle. He then has a body that he had killed. Yeah. There. So he opens a refrigerator that the body's in. Yeah, he kept it in the freezer and just left it open and like unplugged. And then basically just waits for them to come. Yeah. And so then obviously they get there. Mm -hmm. She's there because she wants to make sure that he dies and also because in case there's any bodies exactly and i don't exactly remember what happens but at one point there was an officer down i think he they go downstairs realize there's a body and she goes back up and she's like i want to go home and so uh i think he has a bow and arrow jeremy does does. (laughs) and so one of the officers is like okay we'll go take you home but then they start hearing music that's right. And she's like, that's fucking him. Yeah. And so he's like out there taunting them with the music. They all go outside and like try to cover and like try to find him. And he shoots a bow and arrow in LaRoe, which is the police officer that Ren's really good friends with and has been like with this mm-hmm. entire time. Fucking bow and arrow. Like, why so primal? Yeah. And just downs him. I th- like in the leg or something yeah so then she runs to him and then she hears a twig snap behind her and she hears him say emily and so she turns around and she sees him and so larose like shoot the guy yeah they gave her a gun she freezes but then someone i think it was larose shoots him the other larose like slightly younger partner or whatever i thought it it was okay someone someone else shoots him because she's terrified yeah he ends up and the, the other guy does and Jeremy rolls down, yeah, off the into the underbrush, yeah, and, and they go after, him. and they go in, after him, yeah. And so she's looking, and she she was like, "This isn't him." And well, they down him. They're like, "Hey, can you come confirm he's dead?" And so she went up to him. He's dead, but I forgot what gave it away that that wasn't him to her. What does she say? Well, I it's on page two thirty nine. Ah. she says that. She was searching a wound from Will's earlier shot. So at one point, Will, which is LaRoe's mm. partner. Or, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she she doesn't see it. And so she was like, this isn't him because there's not already a bullet hole yeah, in his no chest. Yeah, there's no bullet hole where you shot him. And Will was like, of course it is. I don't understand what you're talking about. And she she was like, if this is not him. Yeah. And uh, she was like, we all saw you shoot him. Yeah. right there and there's no bullet wound and uh because it was a self-inflicting gunshot that's yeah. right he shot himself in the head and that's yeah that's right that's right because but... i was like wait a minute self-inflicting gunshot wound yeah and so then the very end of that chapter she was like he got away john which is laro's first name yeah and the very end of the chapter jeremy emerges from the swamp with his bulletproof vest and gets away and i read that i was and that's so... literally it that's it. it ends with him walking away getting away yeah that's it the end that's it i was pissed pissed <laughs> like it's like you said this does 
end on a note of where she could do more. More. Now, would you want it in the next one to be it where he dies? Because mm. I could see it continuing in a way like Friday the 13th did where like Michael never dies. <sighs> he always manages to come he back. He never dies, I swear to God. Now, <laughs> I, I would like to see him die, but I really think it would be fun to read books based off of Dr. Mueller. Like, Her cases yeah, yeah, yeah things like that like i almost wonder if like in the next one he dies like midway but there's like a copycat or like some other person who admires jeremy's work like, air quotes it, I, to like book... introduce the next one you know what i'm saying you could do that like i said this book really reminds me of bones and so like yeah. i know at certain point in bones some guys like trying to kill them and stuff and yeah a lot of times those up those shows you think they're dead and then like later down the road back. something happens also like castle like there's yeah. like individual cases but there's like an overarching thing like yeah. how becca is trying to find her mom's killer like it goes mm-hmm. over several spans and sometimes it's not mentioned at all in certain episodes that's right but then there's like one episode that's like mainly focused on it but they get away or whatever i love castle, Ugh, castle. but yeah like i said i gave this book five out of five because mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it especially all the little mm-hmm. details that she mm-hmm. wrote in this book but the ending i mean obviously we always want the bad guy to get justice for yeah. what he's done so with him reading him walking <laughs> away i was so upset i'm excited to read i'm there has to be a second one there has to be yeah there so this book just came out yes um um last month well, oh, oh september. september and it is mid-november right now mm-hmm. so maybe next year there really is i would think yeah so i i don't we haven't at least i haven't heard anything about i haven't heard book. anything but yeah very very good and i appreciate the length of it like it didn't mm-hmm. like go on too long about no. random details and like it just got to the point and like kept it going and sometimes it's hard when they do separate pov yeah but i thought she did a really good job i really enjoyed it i liked you don't see many serial killer point of views and you never see like a medical examiner point of view no i so i appreciate that it's another mystery book but it's not but it's not (laughs) not just another good job I couldn't do it. I couldn't, oh, gosh. I could not write a the book. thought of writing a book and, like, keeping it all straight and, like, making it sound good. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> we read them. We don't write them. Yeah, we read them. We don't write them. That's, that's a very good point. But, yeah, no, like I said, I really liked it. If you like those type of shows where it's, like, Bones or, I don't want to say Castle, but. Um, yeah. Bones is a, is a good one it's where it's really got the medical examiner mm-hmm. options in it. I would highly recommend this book. Yeah. Like you said, it was a short read. Yeah. To us. If you're just in, if you're looking for an easy mystery, mm-hmm. this, this is a good one. It's a fast read. Kept our interest a hundred percent the way through. Yeah. And there's good little twists and turns in there. I wouldn't say it's like groundbreaking, but it's definitely one that yeah. I think is really solid. Yeah. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, and yeah. I really like the color. I like, the bright, like the bright turquoisey aqua blue with the with the yellow. Yeah, she did really good. Yeah, no, she did a good job. I appreciated it. Yeah. Anything so, else? That I think that's. I don't think we have anything else. Yeah. So go get the butcher and the wren. I know you can find it at keep Target. Up in new releases. Yeah. 
I'm probably sure Barnes Amazon, and Noble, Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, maybe go check your local independent bookstore if they carry new releases. Go support them. Get it there. Yes. 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 We love. Yes. We love those ones. Well, yeah. I mean, I, a, I thought we would take way too long on this one. I'm proud of us. Well, it I, a, it's still 45 minutes. Wow, look sh- at us. It was a shorter book. <laughs> it well, is a shorter book. We got off on our tangent of my birthday. So. Wow, I completely forgot that that happened. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. It's fine. We, well, we're giving the listeners a little snippet into our lives. <laughs> You'll of, learn a little bit of what about happens. Us. Probably things you don't care about at all but there you go no but that's the <laughs> gift that just keeps on giving us we give too much exactly we're we just really givers. do yeah. okay. but uh next week you'll hear the love hypothesis very excited we're actually about to record that right now yes yes we right are. now right now and uh by the time love hypothesis is out there should be a, a december book schedule do we know what's on it no, we'll figure that out. But, nope, but we brought our jar. You'll know. We and, brought our uh, jar. We'll figure that out. And yeah. Then we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. But uh, happy holidays. Think... This is coming out this Sunday. So this Thursday, if you're in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I'm thankful for Mel. Happy Turkey Day. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh. Thank you for Cats and Ashley. <laughs> That's all she needs. In that order. <laughs> Sucks for you, Taylor. <laughs> Screw her boyfriend. She's got me and the cats. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> I don't think we have any shout outs this week. Not that I can so. think of. Uh, shout out to Pumpkin for not yowling in the background. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> we upgraded to my bedroom. And it's fucking cold in the garage, man. Yeah, it's mid-November. It's freezing out in garage so and um we decided that we wouldn't use (laughs) abe's bookstore right now just because it was a little short notice of recording these yeah and uh so currently my bedroom door is closed because there's four cats in this house (laughs) and one of them is a 20 i'd say 21 year old cat who just screams for no reason and so Shout out to She's Pumpkin for not, not screaming. screaming. Uh, appreciate it greatly. <laughs> Hopefully she can keep it up for the next one. But I sure hope so. Yeah. If you hear screaming in the background, don't worry about it. It's fine. She's is fine. it us or is she it her? She gets fed mm, four times fine. a day. She's okay. She's not deprived. I promise. <laughs> don't ask her, though. She'll have other words. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks okay. for listening. Yes, Check thanks, us out guys. on Instagram. Baby Got Socks podcast. On Instagram and TikTok, yeah. We if you want to watch, uh, uh, what we eventually post one day, maybe. You know, one of these days we're gonna say follow us on TikTok, and we're actually gonna have content. It's gonna be beautiful. Isn't that wild? Just keep listening to our podcast to see if we ever make a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It'll probably be more behind the scenes stuff than the bookstores we go to and us buying in. Entirely too many books. Yeah, maybe like a fa- like a fall haul or. Oh, I well, that. shoot, that's gonna be our first TikTok. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Check out okay. our fall haul coming soon in fall. <laughs> it's a fall. We're on short notice. Oh, well, we got like a month. We'll Make a get fall it. haul. We'll figure it out. Ooh, that means we have to go shopping. 
for. Yes. Oh, oh. And I just got a job, so I can spend I some money. I don't, but I'm going to do it anyway. Well, I <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> happy holidays to me. Yeah, well, uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Yeah. Enjoy whatever you're doing that day. Family, friends, mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. And have a great time doing it. Eat a lot of food. Yeah. Hey, yo. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.